Hello everyone, this is Michelle from OverpoweredEntertainment.com and we're back for another Overpowered Podcast and this podcast is Against of the Machine, I know it's a long list, and it's The Flash that we're talking about. And as my co-host today, I have Darnell. What's up, Darnell? What's up? Alright, so we didn't come last week um, to talk about The Flash because we normally... We'll post that the following week. So, like, if it came on Tuesday, we talk about it. We'll have it posted on the website by that Monday. But since we were both available today, which is Wednesday, um, we decided to talk about both episodes at the same time. So, in the previous episode of The Flash, um, we had Bad Girl Nora. So, Darnell, what did you think about that whole episode? The whole episode, I didn't particularly like. I think again, I mean, I'm glad I'm glad they got it out the way. You know, Nora goes bad. She kind of gets her redemption, and everybody's happy towards the end. But a lot of stuff that she did, they just kind of uh, glanced over. Um, what did you think of the episode? I didn't mind it. Um, I'm trying to think about how I felt. It was. It, a couple of points um, in particular, Nora irritated me, and then some points I was looking at Iris a little weird. Barry, I've always felt like he was just emotion-driven, which is not necessarily bad, but it's bad when you don't recognize that's what you're doing. So it was stuff like that that I was looking at. Like, for instance, um, when Nora was yelling at Barry, she started reminding me a lot of Barry and it was really irritating me, which is funny because Barry was like, oh, she's just like Thawne, we lost her. I was like, oh, she is acting just like Barry. Um, with the whole screaming, like, you never were there for me, you always abandoned me. The problem that I had with her rant right there was that it wasn't true. And I could tell that was something that was in her head, like what she did with Iris. With Iris, I didn't like that she wasn't taking into account that while Nora is your daughter, while she can be redeemed, how you handle it has to be careful. You can't just assume that um, everything about it is on the up and up and you don't have to just, you know, be careful with her because she has a delicate mindset. And then with the whole Barry situation, I'm like, Barry... Just, like, you are so panicky. It's ridiculous. I appreciate it, um, um, Daddy West, basically, telling them, telling Barry, like, you know, you are new at this, you ain't gonna be perfect, but you need to learn how to put your family first over your job, which I appreciate. But other than that, um, I think they all need family counseling. Um, Nora, Barry and Iris, I think it's going to take more than uh, I'm sorry from all three of them to each other to resolve the issue if this was grounded. But I don't think the show is going to touch on that. I don't think the show will have time to do that. I mean, my theory is that at the um, season finale, Nora's going to get killed. So that's what I'm thinking. All right. Darna, any comments about what I said? Um, as far as your theory goes, I doubt she's going to get killed. At least maybe this version will be number one because I, I believe I heard she's um contracted out for another season. So no, I mean I'm thinking Nora's going to get killed, but you know the tornado twins or something's going to come and one of them will be Nora. Something so like a that. different version of her. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Um, 
as far as the counseling thing, you're, you're definitely right. I just don't know where they can get counseling from because, you know, they can't just go to a counselor. Hey, um, this is me and my wife and my daughter who looks around the same age as us, but she's definitely my daughter. They need a superhero counselor. <laughs> I was thinking about that. They have to go to another dimension where this is more commonplace. But um, as far as, um, like you said, Iris always trying to coddle uh, Nora, I think that's um, typical of most parents. You know, they always want to see the best in their children and tr always want to feel more comfortable. And so, especially Iris, because like you said, she spent forever trying to get Nora to like her. So she definitely wasn't going to backpedal on that. And you know my feelings on Barry. Like, yes, he is very emotional and stuff like that. But again, when you're dealing with somebody who murdered your father, or not your mother, and got your father incarcerated forever, it's hard not to feel those emotions. And again, Joe, one of my favorite characters, had to let him know, like, look, you got to put that aside. Which is hard to do. I, I really don't know if I can do it. But, like, the whole family was just kind of upsetting me. And then as far as Nora, she's just... I don't know. She decided to go into the negative speed force because of reasons. Again, even though she knew Iris had come to get her. So she had a way to go back without Barry tracking her. But she got all upset for no reason. And you said she's acting just like Thon. I think they both are. Because you got to remember... Don is the same way, you know, he's very emotional, he gets very upset about every little thing. He still blames the Flash for something the Flash hasn't done yet. And so, you know, it's uh, it makes sense that she acts like him, and Barry acts like him too, because again, he, even they say misery loves company, so he messed up Barry's life because he blames Barry for something that happened in his life, and then, you know, and so on and so forth. Um, and then, you know, when she finally got back, you know, she decided to... She was stealing something that was going to um, stop Cicada, just breaking the law, destroying property. And then if it had been anybody else, you know, they even though Barry believed in them, they'd be like, look, we got to stop, but you're going to go to jail. But of course, what they can say, nepotism, since it's his daughter, we're going to stop you, but you ain't got to go to jail. Even Joe was like, look, she your child, you know, you got to let her slide, which I thought that was kind of sending the wrong message. What about you? I mean, I have to disagree a little bit with that part about it sending the wrong message because it's true. Like, you have to determine what is best for your child. And to be honest, the law is broken. Everyone knows that. Well, in the United States, the law system is broken. So if, am I going to sit here and put my child in a law system that I know will not help them? Or am I going to figure out a way to help them? Sometimes it may be best. You know what I mean? Because I was just thinking about that um, when I was watching the episode. I was like, hmm. In what circumstances would I feel like my kid going to jail would be the best solution? And that's if my kid was a serial killer and they needed, like, um, medical care and, um, uh, when I say medical care, I mean mostly therapy. They needed therapy. They needed all this. And if I could get them into the right jail system that will allow them to get that, that makes sense because your whole point is to rehabilitate people. If you could get them to a rehabilitation center instead of a detention center or a prison, you're you're golden. And I think Barry has to understand that when you have a kid, you do not come first. Now, some people parent differently where they come before their children. They'll take care of themselves before they take care of their kid because their philosophy is if I'm good, then I'm in my best um, position to take care of you. That's fine. I'm not one of those people. I'm like, no, my kid, I make sure I feed my, if I had a child, I would make sure I feed my children before I fed myself. That's just who I am. So Barry would have to sit here and put his own emotions aside. And But to be fair, which is one of the things that I was saying when I was critiquing Barry, is that Barry is new at this, so I understand that he's new at this. But as much as people want um, Nora in particular to grow up, I need Barry to do the same thing. 
Um, any final thoughts on this episode? Is there anything particular that struck you that you wanted to talk about? That Nora's so easily manipulated by the young rogues, you know. Because like for a minute, you really thought she was going to, um, you know, te- like really find a family with them, you know, and they was all sympathizing with their own parent issues. And the biggest thing, I think I told you this, was she literally threatened Cisco's life and they just kind of glanced over it once the episode was done. Me personally, if I was Cisco, we would have we would have some issues. Like you did the whole glowing eyes and the vibrating hand thing. And even though Cisco's been threatened like this multiple times, he even died in the alternate timeline because of that, which he remembers due to his vibe powers. And she's gonna come and be threatening me and stuff like that. But I don't know. I feel like you know if it wasn't for the actor possibly leaving the show, they probably would have made that a bigger issue. Okay, I hear you, but Cisco deserved it, if I'm being honest. You're not going to sit up here and think that it's cool to try to belittle me in front of these people who, like, that's like somebody's an undercover cop. Well, I would not belittle you. You kidnapped me. Am I, am okay, I, am I obligated sitting, to treat you right? <laughs> listen, what this about? is my thing. No, this is what my thing is. I'm an undercover cop, right? I'm coming to you for help. You don't know that I'm undercover. And I'm trying to control these people who are murderers behind me. And you're sitting here joking. I need you to shut up and do what I need you to do. I'm going to use my ace card, and that's the card that she used. And I'm sorry. Like, I said, I mean, it's messed up. I totally agree. I think that that will also have to be um, something that they will have to resolve in another episode. So don't think that's what I'm saying. It's like, F Cisco. But that was a great moment for Nora. I'm sorry. It was, I was like, oh, okay, Nora, you, there you go. There you go. You have it in you. I'm glad that you have it in you to get shit done. What That's if Cisco called her bluff? What if Cisco's like, you know, I'm tired of this shit. I'm tired of people threatening my life. Do it. Do it. I'm oh, done. Oh, no, no. My problem would be if she went through with it. I don't mind you threatening. My problem is if you went through with it, then we would have a problem. So that's my line. That's my personal line um, of being crossed. Also, those two don't have a relationship. Let's not forget that. They have nothing. They never really talked to one another. Even when um, she first met Cisco, she was really talking to Ralph more so than Cisco. Cisco was just there. I mean, true, but he's still your daddy's best friend, and he's no, because she never met her dad. Like until but I'm just saying now. she know she knows this now. Okay, and he's yeah, a cool but like dude, but so. that doesn't matter. My dad's best friend. I met him, and I was like, okay, who are you? I don't care. You know what I mean? I it mean that's cool, and I understand all that. But I mean, since you feel that way. After all said and done, don't come ask me for help, which they always do. Like, nah, Nora, you can eat. You no, can eat a super I can speedy. go ahead and ask for help, and I can Negative. threaten you, and you can decide not to do that and call my bluff. You can come back at me. Like, I but you gotta remember, Fab is powerful. He can kill her if he wanted to. Sure, and if he did that, that's fine. Like, I don't understand what the issue is here. The I'm, issue is for me is I don't care. Like, at the end of the day. If you went and decided to do that, you decided to take on those risks. Yeah, like, but you see I this conversation see we're having is. right now? This is the conversation they would need to have. Like, you putting out your feels like, look, I did what I had to do. Rep, you agree with it. It is what it is. And me saying, well, I don't agree with it. And then we be at odds. It's a little bit of conflict of you threatening my life. That, that's the issue for me that they didn't kind of touch on that. That's my whole thing. She doesn't have any obligation to him and vice versa. That's the. I think that's what you're ignoring. Because honestly... Because I was thinking about that, too. They never had anything. Like, I'm thinking about any conversations where it was just those two. Anything. They're, like, basically co-workers. And yeah. at the end of the day, I'm not 
going to sit here and stress about my damn co-workers and no, no. issues. I'll, since I'm the one who has the issue, I would have. I'm not saying she had to address him. Mm-hmm. I would have addressed her if I was the one who got threatened like well, that. Well, I don't think I'd he came had up the issue. You. That's the problem. Yeah, and that's the thing. Yeah, that's my issue. Like, why didn't he have an issue? That's it's not that big of a deal. Oh, okay. I think, like, his problem isn't that. I think his problem would be, um, like, for me. Like, it's a sense of spot, not because uh, he was killed that way. I would think if I was in his shoes, it would be a sense of the spot because of who did it. So I could see him in the middle of a conversation with Barry being on Barry's side, like, Thawne is evil, Thawne can't be trusted, look what he did to us, he manipulated us, he treated me like a son, and then he was able to do that. That's where I would see him show that type of emotion versus, hey, Nora, you threatened to kill me. You know what I mean? I think, like, his problem was the betrayal itself versus the act. I don't know. It could be both. I don't know. I think it's neither, but only because, again, he's trying to get off the show. Cisco, Mm -hmm. why? Why Cisco? I mean, this episode made me not really care. And what, like, that episode made me miss him, but the latest episode was like, eh, they're phasing him out. Yeah, um, and it's terrible, because when Cisco's on his A-game, he's a funny, smart character, and I always like Well, him. I don't think they need him, and the reason why I said that is because they have way too many um, characters right now. We got, like, six detectives on the show. I mean, he could stay on as a science a scientist mumbo jumbler, and then you have Caitlin, who's the biochemist mumbo jumbler. But Barry technically is supposed to do both, and so does Nora. So I'm like, eh, what? I mean, it doesn't make any sense. Like, why do you have this big cast? It just it feels like a lot of redundant roles. Um, one thing I wanted to talk about about this episode was, first of all, I definitely appreciate Barry finally telling Nora that I'm never going to leave you again. And it was a mistake to do that. And I think a lot of people who had a problem with him saying that are missing the point. Just because you dumped your problem in the future, as we saw, doesn't mean your problem is going to stay in the future. You're like, everyone's like, just dump her there and it'll all take care of <laughs> That's itself. That's a weird sentence. I'm sorry. It, yeah, I get it. <laughs> But it's true, though. You can't just dump her there and be like, you know what? This I don't never have to answer for this, and it is what it is. I'm washing my hands of it. That's not how it is. Like, that, to me, was ridiculous. So I'm glad that Barry um, was finally able to see that that was some BS. And the best way to rectify it is to make sure Nora is sound mentally, to deal with Thawne, and then you put her back. And then you go back to the way things were. Um, but and the other thing I loved, a favorite part, was, of course, Iris knocking out um, Ragdoll and Joe fighting. First of all, I was like, I had a, a going back and forth moment while Joe was fighting. So I was like, oh, man, Joe can handle it. He ain't too old for this. And then he got punched. I was like, oh, maybe he is. But, but you know, Iris had him uh, back them up. And, you know, I like the scene where she called back to her jumping off the roof to save Barry which no other person has sacrificed in the Arrowverse on that level. Um, that's not a superhero who is a significant other, so y'all give her her props. But she um, was like, I should have just thrown you. Lucky I didn't throw you off the roof. I was like, yeah, yeah, I loved it. Um, any other thing that you want to comment on, Mr. Uh, Darnell Freshly? 
Um, the one last thing was the Weather Witch. I really thought she was going to take a turn towards the good side since she saved Nora in a previous episode, but I guess they decided to make her fully bad now. And it was a kind of a weird betrayal for her. But I don't even understand. I don't even understand why they betrayed her. And I think that it's weird because this show doesn't know what lessons they're trying to teach Nora. And if I was Nora, I would be confused as hell. Because one minute they're trying to teach Nora that um, bad people can be redeemed, right? And the Weather Witch was the example of there possibly being a way to redeem villains. Which is what led her to talk to Barry. And when he told her, yeah, villains can be redeemed, even Thawne, that led her to try to redeem Thawne, right? But then, in the exact same couple of episodes, we get, oh, no, a villain is a villain is a villain. They will never be able to be redeemed. And we're starting to see that reflected in Thawne as well, to some extent. So I'm just like, "Eh, I don't know. Um, I don't know what they're trying to do. I think they need to have a discussion on how everything is going. Uh, so anyway, let's move on from last week's episode of The Flash, and let's talk about this week's episode of The Flash. So, I don't really do the whole let's run down what happened and summarize the entire episode. We just talk about our favorite points in it. Um, so Darnell, what was your favorite part about this week's episode of The Flash? My favorite part was, let's see, I don't know, the whole episode was pretty, you know, my favorite part is when, um, they didn't handcuff Cicada again. It's just, really, because it's just so funny to me, like, how hard is it to throw some cuffs on her, or run her to the, um, little, you know, the little speed prison they have in Star Labs, but no, they just leave them sitting there for them to get up and kick the ass, they did this with the original Cicada, and now they're doing it with her, and I'm just looking like, why? It shows how, because it shows how powerful Barry and, Barry and the rest are when they work together. Because the Flash can literally take anybody out in a couple seconds if he really wanted to. But they keep nerfing him. And it just made me laugh. Alright, so I do apologize if you guys... Can you hear, like, the sound of mowing going on? A little bit. There now. A little bit. Ugh, okay. So, anyway, um... <laughs> it's like, why are you guys so close now? Anyway... I, I don't really, I mean, they do this all the time, so I can't really say too much about that particular, you know, thing. Um, them not handcuffing her, I don't see the point in doing that, honestly, because she would have just got out of it. Unless, oh, you're talking about the Metacuffs? Yes, the Metacuffs. They would have deactivated everything. Oh, yeah, they could have definitely put the Metacuffs on her, you're right. Or Killer Frost could have frozen, it's so, so many different things, froze to the ground, you could have put her in the pipeline, it's like a million different things, hell, they could have breached her to the dead earth, but no. They just let her slip there so she can get up. And now, apparently they forgot about her power that she used when she first came there to, like, levitate everybody up and freeze them in midair. They forgot all about that. I'm just like, really? Really? I don't know, bro. But it would have been um, really cool if they would have, like, this is my... All right, so in this entire episode, you had different... At different points, Ralph was coming to the group like, yo something's not right here. I feel like Thawne has a plan within a plan that is connected to all of this. And before we make a move, we need to decide this. And, you know, you have Barry like, no, we can't worry about Thawne's plan right now. We got to save all these people. 
And I was sitting here thinking, you are a speedster. Go to Flash Time and try to solve this shit out. Do something. Because at the end of the day, had you done that... Because I was like, when they said, this is the part that I was getting to. Um, when they showed what happened to the um, with the mirror gun, I thought the mirror gun was going to disintegrate it, right? And then when they was like, where did it go? It doesn't matter. I was like, oh, is it going to go to Thorne? Is it going to go to Thorne? That's the first thing I thought. Like, you need to worry about Any where Any other it's time going. it would have mattered. Right. So I'm like, that is weird. And then when Ralph put everything together, it's like, oh, this is connected to Thorne getting the dagger. I was like, this is a little extreme for that to happen. Like, once his whole plan was revealed, like, if you really think about it, he got Nora to uh, create a new cicada to get, um, to just kill him and create an even worse cicada just to get the dagger with the mirror gun sent to that dimension. And, all right, and here's my problem with that, right? Oh yeah, because the old cicada didn't wasn't created by the um, the enlightenment. Okay, that makes sense now. Okay, but all right, so he gets the dagger, right? How does he use it? No, I think the dagger's already attached to him, siphoning his power. I think when the mirror gun hits it, it's going to affect it across the timeline and mm-hmm. make that dagger just on him disappear. Once that disappears, his power will no, no longer be siphoned; he can break out. And then oh. maybe after that he can get it, but I think that's how it's going to work. And speaking of the mirror gun, I think they're foreshadowing Mirror Master. I don't know if he's been in the show as of yet, but that mirror gun just seems something yeah, right up his alley. Okay, never mind. He was that, remember, I think it was Mirror Master and the Topsy Turvy Girl. Oh, yeah. So maybe it's going to be Mirror Master 2.0, another young rogue. Because, you know, the Swiss tend to make all their weapons. Mm. But either way, it was just like. Why won't you listen? Like, Ralph was so dead ass. I know a lot of times I take him as a joke, but when he coming at you, is my co-worker seriously? Like, look, you need to listen. This makes no sense. How does the kid get the dagger in the future? Y'all not listening? Oh, no, Ralph, I understand what you're saying, but we need to worry about right now. I'm like, come on, bro. Come on. You should know. Like, and I get that you need to worry about right now. That makes perfect sense as well. But all of it works together. So think about, like, you are the... This is what I don't like about the flesh, and this is going back to what you said, Darnell, is that they give him power just to mute it without giving a reason why he can't do it. Like, flash time. They could have gone into flash time. They could have, um... Well, he could have gone into flash time with Nora, as need be, to try to figure out what was going on. Um, they could... Like, Nora can reverse time, like, by, what, maybe 10 seconds or some something like that. I feel like if Nora was there, that probably would have been what happened. I'm curious how all of this is going to play out in the season finale. I definitely feel like nor is definitely going to get killed this season um, by Cicada. I think that this is what I want to know is if Thawne ever actually cared about Nora. And if he did, did care about Nora, will he be pissed that Nora's dead and will he blame Barry? Of course he's going to blame and Barry. And if he, huh? I said, of course he's going to blame Barry. He blames Barry for everything. Right. But I want to see, like, all right. So. I'm going back and forth about a couple of things. So, first of all, Nora is 29 years old, 29, 30. I don't understand where people are like, she's got to be 22. Where are you guys getting this age from, right? She's like 29, 30 years old. She was born a few years before, um, before, um... Crisis on Infinite Earth. Yeah. 
So that puts us at three to four years. 25 years after that, he is still missing, which is where Nora came from. So 25 plus three or four gives you 28, 29, right? So my thing is, if that is the case, wouldn't Iris be getting pregnant around this time? And if so, I want to know if at the end of the season, if they're going to say that line, I think we need more diapers or something. I don't know. Possibly. You know, the timeline is always changing. You know, I probably would have threatened Nora, like, look, if you don't listen to me, I swear to God, when you're born, I'm going to send your ass to private school in the Himalaya somewhere. And here's my other problem with all of this, too, right? So, Ralph was going over everything. Like, how are they able to cross different timelines? I'm really confused by that now. So, because uh, we know Cicada's not from their timeline. How did we even get to the point where she could cross over? Nora apparently isn't a part of the same timeline. I'm like, how did she cross over? I'm confused. Well, I don't understand. It's, yes and no. So, she's a part of the timeline now. Because basically, remember when um, Nora was talking to Reverse Flash and, like, the news report was changed. Like, see, see what's happening? That's a new timeline, struggling to break free. So, it's almost like an overlap. And this was happening with um, Barry before. It was like, basically, if you keep making these changes, time doesn't change instantly. It, it starts out subtly. So if you don't fix what you did, eventually the new timeline oh, will replace you. Oh, so this was apparently. really Barry's fault. It's, <laughs> you uh, said it's Barry's fault. <laughs> so it was Barry's Why fault. Why is it Barry's yeah. fault, though? You Like, because Barry was the one who made all them damn changes. Like, Barry is probably the reason why Nora exists. Like, this Technically, version of Nora reverse flash no, because even Thawne was like, oh, Dawn. And then no, he's like... You gotta remember, because Reverse Flash was the one who changed the timeline to begin with. And originally, Barry was always gonna become the Flash. He would... he um, Thawne made it, he made him become the Flash sooner. I think Barry wasn't gonna become the Flash too, in his 30s. Right. And so he was the one who manipulated the timeline. Correct. And the original just changed everything over, which gave Barry his messed up PTSD or whatever, which made him right. want to create Flashpoint and all this and all that. But here's my thing with all of that, though. Here's my thing with all of that, right? My issue is that I have more trust in Thawne and manipulating the timeline than I do Barry. Oh, for sure. Because Thawne is methodical. Right. Barry isn't. Which brings me to something else that happened this episode when Nora's like, you guys have taught me how to think everything through. I'm like, no, they didn't. They did not teach you not to be impulsive. They are impulsive. Yeah, well, like she, she used that little thing on her head without telling anybody. She almost gave herself a brain aneurysm. I'm like, oh, oh, classic Nora. I'm like, come on, why would you even do that without telling anybody? No, I don't mind her not telling them because, like, at the end of the day, they're all dumb. Like, that's the she exactly could have killed everybody in herself. Okay, and, they but, all deserved it at this point because my what? problem with them is y'all should have listened to Ralph, and because y'all ain't listening to Ralph, nothing y'all do is worth it now. And I never thought I would say that. I never thought it. I mean, somebody had to pick up the detective slack because Joe was busy with the CCPD. Um, Sherlock was busy with his art. Like, that's like it's going to be his fifth wife or whatever. So, you know, Ralph had to pick it up, and he was really on it. And I was really impressed with Ralph this episode. The only thing I wasn't impressed with was at the end where he should have stretched his hand out and grabbed a damn gun. But no, he's like, no. I'm like, come on, really? Well, to be honest, like, he wouldn't have been able to do it fast enough. And I thought he was going to jump in front of it and get taken with the gun. So, Something he should have tried instead of going, no, don't do it. I'm like, really? So he took too long. He was sitting there like just huffing and puffing for a second before finally saying something. I was like, come on, Ralph. Yeah, I guess come it all on. came together for him. 
And then I think it's also setting up for another season for Joe uh, for Joe to be the head of CCPD because in the comics eventually he does attain that. It was just him trying to get used to that like, a well, massive not even leadership just role. The comics, like even within a show, they alluded to um, Joe becoming the the head of CCPD. So and then Barry was the head of CSI or something like that, which doesn't make any sense because he is the head of CSI right now because there are, are no other CSIs. But, Which is weird for like a whole precinct. Mm-hmm. I was like, they can't afford anybody else. But I, mean, I really feel like Captain Singh low key knows Barry the Flash. So that's why he be letting him get away with so much stuff. Like he was literally gone for like how many months when he was trapped in the Speed Force. Captain Singh, oh yeah, welcome back from your sabbatical. All right, you got a whole bunch of work. Like was nobody doing CSI work that whole time that he still saw my crimes? No, no one was doing CSI work. Do you see the backlog? That makes no sense, but I guess when you he when you know when you know you got the flash on your payroll, don't worry, Barry get back, he'll get through all of that. How you know? Don't don't worry about all that. Don't worry about all that. I'm just I just know Captain Singh knows. He just has to. Uh, I don't know. I kind of wish that this is what now I'm going to. Um, well, before I say anything about that, is there anything else that you want to talk about about this particular episode? Yeah. So um, as far as cicada's anger issues like you, you remember the hard part where she had the um cicada version of her uncle talking to her in her head i guess yeah i didn't understand that i guess you know she has like multiple personalities almost where he's mm-hmm. like because that's her ideal version of her uncle because i remember the whole time when he was cicada he could she can hear his thoughts so that's the best version of him she had knew, known because she was trapped in a coma for like a year right so i guess she's trapped in that mental mind space like she said being an angry little girl and like the version of her uncle that she wanted is the one in her mind well, I'm glad that Nora looks like. First of all, it's the cheesiest thing ever. And I'm pretty sure next episode, um, it's going to show that Cicada probably talked to um, Reverse Flash, and he told her where the time machine was, and it's going to show how he set the whole plan in motion again. And if anything, I think he's going to go back in time and probably kill her, Cicada. It's like, it's like see Flash, I'm taking care of your problems, something like that. What do you think? Um, no. I think, I mean, I can see him doing it, but I really feel like he's going to do it because Nora gets killed. I really oh, feel yeah, like she's... Oh, yeah, sure. Yeah, I think Nora is going to get killed. Um, and that is the thing because... I don't know. It just feels like they're leading up to her dying and being reborn and them having a fresh start. You know what I mean? Yeah, but it's still not cool. Like, yeah, she comes back as a different version, but that version, the one you knew, is still technically dead. So just because you look like her doesn't mean you're her. Right, but I mean, it's like, um, it's like Charmed, when old Wyatt was killed and the new good Wyatt came, everybody was like, oh yeah, cool. Yeah, because, you know, he was evil, so, you know, wait, no, was that the problem? And what about Chris when he died? Ugh. Which one was he? He came back and everyone was like, oh, okay, we're over Chris being killed. It's been a long time since I've seen Flash. I mean, sorry, not Flash. Charmed. The only thing I still remember about Charmed is how they um, wrote my boy, um, what's, her, what's his name? You know, Balthazar? His real name? I can't remember his real name. Cole. I keep calling him Nip Tuck in my head. How they wrote, Oh, you mean his real, the actor's name? No, the name of the character he played. Cole. Cole. How they wrote Cole out the show because he had, he, even though he had the darkness in him, he was, he was trying to be good so many times and then Phoebe kept convincing him to be evil and then when he finally gave in to he ended up getting killed. It was just like, they just really wanted him out the show because he wanted to get his own show. But I just didn't like the way they wrote his character out. Yeah, I didn't want, I, I think, 
Let's not talk about Charm. Because <sighs> it makes me think about the new one. I haven't watched that garbage, so you, you, you stick with that. Don't. It's so bad. Maybe, it, I don't know. I've Me, um, Jasmine, and Adelaide watched the first couple of episodes. We reviewed the first two, I think. And then we couldn't do it anymore. And I don't know if they have improved over that time, but... The same pe the same people who wrote um, a Sabrina wrote Charmed. Yeah, but I feel like they probably couldn't go as far as like, like Sabrina did because Charmed was on the CW, right? No, yeah, but that's not what I'm, the problem is that it's a it's a show that is really hand fisted and it's um, pro feminist, um, you know, I, I guess agenda. I don't know how to, what other word to use for that. But if you're a woman watching it, it's like, it's like being a black person watching um, a show about racism. You already know about this. You know what I mean? Who is this meant for? This isn't meant for me. I already know how um, women are treated in the workplace. Can I? I'm coming to the show to get a break from that. You know what I mean? Yeah. So yeah. that's why I don't, I don't like know. reality shows. I live in reality. Why well, need to watch a reality show? Mm. So. Um, Let's talk about what we what we we briefly talked about what we think will happen in the next episode. I really, I really, really want. Well, I if I'm remembering the previews correctly, it really looked like. Um, oh yeah, Norris, like I, it's my fault. This happened. I need to take responsibility for it, um, which is why I think she's going to die. Um, I don't even think they even mentioned Thawne too much. I don't know. Like, I'm trying to Only remember Ralph what did. happened in the preview. Oh. No, in the preview? In the preview... I think... I can't remember what happened either. I gotta go back and rewatch it. Well, I'm so, about to rewatch it real quick. Why don't you, you know, talk for a minute, Donnell? Tell us what you think. Okay. So, basically, what I think is gonna happen... If Nora does die, I think that's when the Flash is gonna lose his shit. And he might tap into the negative sea force because, you know, there's no worse pain than seeing your daughter um, killed. We saw a glimpse of this before when the original Cicada, um, I think, broke Norris back, Bane style. And the Flash was just wholly upset and he was literally about to um, kill um, um, Cicada on 1.0. And then Nora and Iris were able to talk him down. But now that he knows about the negative speed force, like, it's like knowing about something kind of changes your whole perspective. So when he gets so angry, he might unintentionally tap into it because he knows it's there and get a darker power boost. And then maybe that's when Reverse Flash will show up and kind of, you know, stop him from doing it. Like, look, Barry, this ain't what you need to do. Leave this to me. And kind of play like an so. anti-hero type thing, even though he's still evil. I mean, maybe because... I don't, I don't think so. Um, main reason why is because, I mean, I can't, I see where you're coming from because we have seen Barry almost kill people in the name of Nora, right? Just in, in general, superheroes, if you want a superhero to kill somebody, kill somebody they love. It's happened in many different, um, I know, but I'm saying within, within this particular season, we've seen the scenario play out and Barry almost kill people and exactly. the person who had to pull him back was Nora. So in this case, Nora's not going to be here. But I just watched the preview again. And um, basically the topic of discussion is we got to save these people from Cicada. Um, Nora is like, well, it's my fault and I'm, I made a mistake and I'm not going to make another mistake again. Um, so she's owning up to that. 
and um, Cicada's like, you took everything away from me. You took my family away from me. Now I'm going to take yours. And she's dragging Nora, and she has the knife in like she's about to kill Nora. And Barry is tied to the wall. He can't do anything, and he's screaming no. So, um... I just watched it, too. Yeah, yeah. So, thoughts? I mean... I mean, one, it looks like Nora's going to um, tap into her mind again because her eyes were glowing. I don't think it was glowing mm. with the negative speed force. It was glowing with um, her, the way her eyes look when she was tapping in Cicada 2.0's mind. And then mm. right there, because there's one thing to, you know, have somebody kill your uh, family and you got time to get over. But if it happens in the moment and he's right there screaming, not being able to do anything, really? and he breaks free, I mean... Like Only reason because I'm thinking of Captain America Civil War and how pissed you were off. I mean, how pissed you were about Tony being upset that when they showed him the videotape of Homeboy strangling his mother and that he reacted. But you knew that, he was brainwashed. That's the difference. It doesn't matter. He was brainwashed. You just showed it me a video of you killing the only person that I really love. But he was brainwashed. It's different. This one's right. Not See, that's something. exactly what I'm talking about. You're a hypocrite. That's I'm really not. If Cicada 2.0 is brainwashed and Barry them knew that. Cicada 2.0 is brainwashed. What are you talking about? Mm, like, if you a... really think about it, she's affected by the negative um, um, atoms or whatever about the, the dagger, atoms. by the poisoning of her uncle. Just because, like, for years she was conditioned to do that while she was asleep and couldn't do anything for that entire time. The only thing she constantly heard was kill, kill, murder, kill, all matters. I guess. Yeah, uh, exactly. Only is, because no, you like freaking Bucky. That's the only no, reason why. I really don't care too much about Bucky, but I'm just saying. All right, again, Captain America and, then. Yeah, but what I'm saying, back Captain America Civil War, back then he was fully under their control. Nobody was out here telling him there was a different way or anything because he was brainwashed. At this point, she already went back in time and met her uncle, and he was like, look, don't do this. You know, I was wrong. This, She killed him. And now, okay, but I Nora tried to talk to her multiple how times. Brainwashing works. It doesn't just because the person who brainwashed you tell you it's okay, don't do that. You don't snap out of it. It was inadvertently brainwashing. It does. Yes, it doesn't matter what the intention was. My problem is I'm be consistent, Darnell. Be consistent because it's different sets of circumstances. He was controlled it's, by an evil organization, and totally like right. And I feel like this is worse because it's somebody who you trusted and love versus some random person from a random company doing it. Either way, what I'm first of all, let's get off the top because I, I wasn't defending what Barry was going to kill him, going to kill her. I'm just saying if he was going to kill her, that would be the moment because he wouldn't be thinking straight. And there's no Captain America to jump in and say, "Look, she's my best friend." And Barry goes, so was I, you know? So there's nobody in there to really jump in it right now, with yeah, the exception of maybe Iris, if Iris shows up. But again, again... Tony should have killed Bucky, and Flash should kill whoever kills Nora. Okay. Either way, if he's going to do it, that would be the moment. Nobody would be fast enough to stop him, except for probably Thawne. Because that no, would be the part to me... Thawne's not fast right. enough to stop him. But the, but we'll see. But the negative speed force, a lot of times he is. Because his jump... I mean, within the context of the show... Barry is supposed to be the fastest man alive. Until somebody else shows up, you know. Mm-hmm. Well, nobody else showed up. Like, yet. I really hope they bring Godspeed back, because they did him dirty. I, I meant to talk to you about that. I don't like how they um, treated Godspeed as just a one-off villain in Norris future. They need to bring him to the um, present, because Godspeed is a much bigger character in the comics. Yeah. Um, I don't... They did him dirty. Let's let him go. No. But either way, at that point, if he was if Barry was ever going to access the negative speed force, that would probably be it. 
And so I'm really confused on how everything's gonna go. Like I said, I'm pretty sure Reverse Flash is gonna um, get you know get free. If anything, I think the lightning he's been getting tortured with is probably gonna be like he's been saving and charging it up, and he just couldn't use it because of the um, dagger. That black dude who's been torturing is probably gonna die. Um, anything else? I don't know if they'll be able to save. They probably won't be able to save Cicada 2.0, but they'll be able to save Gracie. Because they're probably going to figure out a way to wake her up at that point. Yeah, that's fine. Okay. I mean, I don't I don't mind that at all. But I really am looking forward to next week's episode. I can't wait to find out how this is going to end. But more importantly, I can't wait until Comic-Con so I can get the previews for the next season. You going to Comic-Con? No. I can't afford Comic-Con. First of all, <laughs> here's the problem with Comic-Con, right? You the problem isn't getting the tickets to go to Comic Con. The problem is finding a place to stay for Comic Con. Like if I could do it, I would definitely go to Comic Con next month. No problem. I would definitely be there in Hall H watching this shit live. I always want to do it at least once. I think I'm gonna try to do it next year. Like Comic Con, you sometimes you have to book a year, maybe two years ahead of time. Well, it's not even like the ticket. Hold on. Alright, as <sighs> soon as I unmute it. The tickets you can get, like, no problem, because they send out a notification to everybody. You can be, you know, to get those tickets, right? Like I said, the problem is trying to get a hotel room when you don't know the exact dates. You know what I'm saying? And a lot of people yeah. book those, just randomly try to book around that time, hoping that they'll catch it. You know what I mean? Yeah, because with hotels, especially if you get a decent hotel, they let you cancel upwards to like three days before your actual check-in date. So that's what I would do. Like, look, if I know the city and area, and I, I you know, you can do like a prostitution nine, nine times out of ten, you know, it happens around this time, you can get like a couple of different hotels, a couple of different dates, and just book them. And then once you find out when it's actually going to be, then you just cancel the ones. That's what a lot of people do. All right. Well, I'm about to look at the date. So right now it's from July 18th to the 21st, right? That would be and perfect for me because that's like my birthday comes right around the 17th. So I might do that next year. Oh, okay. So let's do 2017 real quick. Uh, yeah, see, this is the problem. I mean, it's around the same week. It's like between you go from the 18th to the 23rd. It looks like it's always around that time in July. Yeah. Dude, I may be able to get me a ticket. So I don't know, bro. It's the last week of um. Wait, wait. Let me let me double check. So it's the it's always the week um before. So wait, no. 18th through the 21st. I don't know. I don't know. So, yeah, you would probably have to book two different, you know, dates and just, like, keep them. And then once you figure out which set, which week it is, you just cancel the rest of them. I don't know. Yeah, I'll name, like I said, I'll aim for next year. But I can't wait to see, because usually at the end of each season of The Flash, they always foreshadow who's the next season's villain's going to be. So I can't wait to see who that's going to be. Except for last season when they didn't have time. Did they? I mean... They didn't put it in um, at the end of last season. We had to wait until Comic-Con to see it. Oh, okay, okay. Mm-hmm. Then, yeah. But either way, I hope the finale is decent. I hope they... If, um, Cisco is going to leave the show. I hope they um, give him a good send-off. I heard um, 
the person who plays, you know, Wells is going to leave the show as well. I can see how they go. You can already tell how they're going to get Sherlock to leave the show because once everything's said and well, done, he's going to go to another world. Sherlock is fine to leave, but they always bring in a new one. So my question is, are they bringing in a new one or are they not? I mean, they can, you know. Don can change faces, can be from different um, times. So he's an easy character to replace. It's just all about finding someone who could do a good job at doing him. Like, the, um... Second. No, not Thawne. I'm. I don't care about Thawne. I'm saying a new Wells. Are we getting a new Wells, or are we only getting? I think a, this will be done because you can't. I, you can't find another character to play Wells. You mean actor? I'm not saying that. What I'm saying is, are we getting a new Wells, or are we not? Because like I don't know. Because some of the reports could be that he. They said that the last time that he was leaving the show, when really he was just. It was just a new Wells coming. It's just like you're not going to get Harry. I mean, if that's fine. I mean, if the actor stays, I don't mind. We have a million different Wellses, but if the actor leaves, then I feel like if you're going to do another Wells, it's going to have to be cousin of Wells or female Wells or something like that. Mm-hmm. All right, then. Um, thank you guys for listening to another episode of Geeks of the Machine um, Overpowered Podcast. We appreciate it. You can find us online at overpowerentertainment.com, Twitter at Real OP Tweets, Instagram at OP Gram. Wait, no, OP, Real OP Gram. There we go. <laughs> Got it. All right. So, anyway, thanks for listening. Bye. Peace.